Hello and welcome to the Hillsdale College Athletic Podcast. I'm Thomas Meyer, your host, and today we're going to be talking um, Hillsdale College men's basketball and women's basketball like usual and uh, their weekend game against Finley. Um, before we start, as usual, we're going to be talking um, just some regular stuff in the sports world. So I've been out for two weeks Um these last two weeks, um, just lots of stuff going on, you know, um, I have a life, <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, so it's been, it's been a busy two weeks, um, like, uh, last Sunday, I went to a Cavaliers basketball game with my friends, which was really fun, so that, that, prev- that prevented me from coming on the air, but, um, yeah, so there's been a lot going on since then, um, I mean, right now, the Pro Bowl's going on. I know everyone's a fan of that. Um, no one cares. Uh, that's just kind of straightforward, really. I mean, people like J.J. Watt earlier was like, no one, or the the energy level here is like, there's no energy level. I've seen more energy in pickup games. And I'm like, yeah, it's because it's called a Pro Bowl. No one cares. They don't get anything. I mean, they get money for coming. Okay, that's great. People want money. But most of these guys are making six figures. And no one cares. I mean, if I'm making six figures and I could be making, I don't know how much they're getting for this. They probably, they probably put that number out somewhere, but I don't really know what it is. Um, but like, I don't know this, their season's over. What, what use do they have for trying? I mean, it's like playing in a third place game. It's like, here's compensation for the fact that you lost. Good job. Or if you're like one of those players like Browns players who missed the playoffs entirely, you're just there because you're a good player and your team stinks. I mean, that's even worse. Well, not worse, but like that's bad. That's that's not good. Um, but bottom line, no one cares. Um, in the NBA, um, lots of trade stuff going on as the trade deadline nears. Um, but uh, the surprisingly to me, the Nets aren't trading anyone. I mean... They're really struggling, especially with all these these rumors with Harden getting traded, but they just came out and said Harden's not going anywhere. He's staying here. Um, I don't know what Nash, uh, Steve Nash is going for here at the Nets, but uh, he ain't doing a good job so far. They've lost seven in a row. Um, at one point, they're number one in the East. At this point, they're sitting at sixth place in the NBA, um, which is right out, right on the brink of playing in the, um, the playoff for the playoff it's really weird you have to play off against four other teams or something like that but um bottom line this is not where they've been looking at finishing the season with i mean you have um irving who's been playing really well recently after he came back from his personal break um and you got harden i mean harden's been kind of garbage this year but kd's been great like usual and and so is Kyrie. so i mean i don't know why they couldn't get this oh my gosh Yes, that is awesome. Uh, sorry, just a second, guys. Holy smokes! I just got an alert on my phone. Um. Oh, jeez. The Cavs are acquiring, um, Karis LeVert, and I was just about to talk to this, uh, talk about this too, which is kind of funny. Um, but what are they? They're saying they acquired him. Are Okay, it says Cleveland is acquiring Chris Karis Lover in trade. Sources tell ESPN. But what does that mean? Like, 
when did it happen who are we trading for this is why i hate articles like that it's like it doesn't tell us anything about the stinking thing um but that is awesome and i'm really excited for that and that kind of gets odd to my next thing i was just like literally just about to say uh cavaliers want karis liver and i think this is really good for the for the Cavs. We've been really struggling recently. I mean, we picked up a really good win against the Hornets the other day, which was nice. But the week, the day before, yep, the day, you know, two days before, we lost to the Rockets. And then um, on Sunday of that week, we lost to the Pistons. And I was at that game. So I know that was bad. Um, And so those two games right there, Pistons and Rockets, those are must-win games because both of those teams are almost last second to last or last because the Rockets are last in the West and the Pistons are second to last in the East. So those got to be easy dubs, but um, really weren't. Um, and it was really dumb. Um, we should definitely be getting those. I know Garland's out. He's questionable for tonight, but Jared Allen um, still there. Mobley's still there. Markkinen's out. Um, but I think we I, we should be able to function without those players. Um uh, over to the NFL, other than the Pro Bowl, um, Green Bay is not going to trade Aaron Rodgers. Um, everyone was looking forward to this. They're like, "This is going to be great. We're gonna this is gonna, I, we're gonna love this. Um, we're gonna get rid of Aaron Rodgers finally. Jordan Love's gonna be our guy." And now it's not gonna happen. So I don't know. I it's it's a weird world out there. I mean, the next day we could get something like Green Bay wants to trade Aaron Rodgers. So, I mean, we don't really know. Um, and very importantly, I know this happened last week, but we didn't have an episode last week. Tom Brady has retired. Yes, sir. Um, you already know it. Um, I've wanted this retirement for a long time. I don't like Tom Brady. I think he wins too much. Which, I mean, that that's nothing against him personally. I just don't like people that win that much. It's like... Um, let's see. What's a fair comparison? I mean, there isn't really a fair comparison. It's like MJ. I don't like MJ because he won so many dang times. Um, you can't, you can, if you like him, you're a bandwagon fan. And I'm a hater, so I'm not going to like him. Um, <laughs> over to NCAA basketball. Um, uh, not the craziest weekend, but just really, just dumb. Uh, Michigan State. <sighs> This has just been a tale of inconsistency for Michigan State. They're like Hillsdale College in this. Um, I mean, number 13 in the country, they go into Rutgers, and they lose 85-73. to 73. I mean, come on. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, that's convincing. That's a convincing win for Rutgers. That's a great win for Rutgers. But how the heck do you how, – how the heck being number 13 in the country do you lose to – a Rutgers team that, okay, I'll give them credit, they're fine. Nah, they're not. Okay, they're garbage. But, like, I don't know. Michigan State plays, I mean, Michigan State is coming off a really good win, uh, 15-plus point win over Michigan. And Michigan's Michigan's a good team. Um, I will give them that. They're a good team. I don't think they should be ranked. They'll make the tournament. But, I mean, Rutgers, come on. At home, too? I mean, you got to show more than that. If you want to stay alive in the Big Ten, you need to be able to beat the bad teams just as much as you can beat the good teams. You need to come in with a focus to win the game no matter who you're playing. I mean, I don't know. Uh, speaking of Michigan, they lost to uh, number 3 Purdue, but it was close. Hunter Dickinson had a great game, like usual. I mean, it's really hard to stop a guy. I mean, it, it, it's really hard to stop that guy. 
Um, I don't know what it is about him. He's an unathletic white guy, but um, I don't know. I mean, he's tall. Okay, that's great. I mean, there there are lots of tall guys out there that could be better, but I don't know. There's something about him. He's got good post moves, I guess. Saw him in person. He was he was pretty good. Um, I saw the Michigan State Michigan game in person, which was awesome, especially because we won. But um, yeah, that I mean, he he had a good game in that in that in that game too. Um, even more crazily, Arizona State unranked Arizona State beat number three UCLA seventy three or seventy. Oh, gosh, I was completely off. Eighty seven to eighty four in triple overtime. Uh, just crazy. Um. The, I mean, the NCAA is getting crazy and crazy. I mean, at this point, Auburn's sitting at number one, which at the beginning of the year, I don't know. I wouldn't have thought Auburn would be up there. I would have thought, uh, I don't know, Gonzaga, UCLA, those those type of teams. Baylor, I mean, Baylor was really convincing for a while, and then they dropped a couple. I mean, it's just been really up and down. And I know this is this is how NCAA basketball is, and I act like, like it's kind of surprising. It's not really that surprising, but... I don't know. Um, I seem to be surprised every year like this. Um, all right, so now we're going to go over to the most important part of the episode, the Charger stuff. Um, yeah, I know uh, that's not actually true, but I'll at least act like it for this episode. Um, geez, and I don't even really want to talk about this because it was just terrible. Um, the Chargers... Go to Finley. Always a really tough game there. I mean, they almost had a thousand people there, which I know that's not that many people, but an uh, average Hillsdale College game gets three hundred people there. So, for 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 basketball, um, football we get a little bit more, but basketball we barely get any people there, and it was nine hundred people there. So that was that was kind of cool. Um, but uh, this this what was not cool is that we lost sixty one to fifty three. Um, I mean. When I look at it, at least it wasn't 85, 60, 68 like our last, like our last game on our home court. Um, we played them closer there, which was weird. But I mean, there was we could have won this game if we had not had such a bad first half. I mean, we went down thirty-five to seventeen and a half, shooting one for ten from three and seven for twenty-three from the field, which is like thirty-one. Point four percent. I think you could probably figure out one for ten from the field or from three. I think you could probably figure out the percentage on that. Um, yeah, I'd give I give you a run for your money on that one. Um, and we we turn around the second half. We had a we had a really good. Okay. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Um, here's the deal. Just a second. <laughs> um, Ricky Rubio. Lottery protected 2022 first round pick and two second round picks to Indiana. Okay, I, I mean, let me talk about this for a second. I mean, I'm gonna miss Ricky Rubio, and we're picking up a shooting guard small forward, which we kind of need a point guard. We we really do. But Karis Levert has been amazing, like literally amazing in these last couple weeks. I mean, before he went on the COVID, before he went with COVID for a little bit, I mean, he was, he was having really good games, um, so he's a good player, but I don't think it's that wise to trade a point guard when we already have, um, I mean, Goodwin, he's, he's all right, um, but, like, Rajon Rondo is terrible, like, he's the worst player in the NBA right now, um, 
I'm not even joking. I saw him in person. Three turnovers in the last three possessions for the Cavs to make them lose to the dang Pistons. Um, but um, yeah, I mean we have Rubio's out for the year. Um, so I guess we could look at it like, I mean he's old. It's gonna take him a while to get back. Um, and then Sexton's out for the year. Sexton was never really part of our part of our long term plans. And Garland Garland's hurt right now, but he's gonna hopefully play today. And he's going to be our long, long-term point guard. And so we need to find... I mean, Goodwin is a decent find for our backup. But he's not... I don't know. He he seems like a third string to me. And he always has been a third string. It was always Sexton and Garland. And then Goodwin... Well, Gar- and, and Rubio. So he was like a fourth string. He barely ever played. But now he's getting a lot of time. Because Rubio's out. Sexton's out. And Garland's out. All three of them are out. And so he's having to play that position. So I think that's an interesting trade from from the Cavs' perspective. But uh, he will definitely, definitely play a part in um, a great season because he's he's a really good player. And I have him in fantasy, so that means another Cavs player on my team. So that's great. Um, anyway, back to <laughs> I got a lot a little bit sidetracked there. Um, fortunately, in the second half we picked it up, but I mean at that point it was just. Um, just really far behind. I mean, we scored 36 points, which is really good, um, in that half, and we outscored them by 10 points. It was 36-26, um, and, uh, we shot 16 for 32 from the, from the field, which is 50%, and, um, threes still not doing well, um, but, um, I mean, it was a great second half. It was a really good second half. We, we played well. We almost pulled back, maybe, kind of, Maybe a little bit, um, but the deficit was too much. Um, like I said before, um, it was just too much to play, too much. But we pulled it to a fifty-six, fifty-one lead um, deficit with a minute left. So at least we pulled it back a little bit. Um, so that that was that was good. But obviously there was no chance of us scoring seven, five or five points in the last in the last um, minute. But at least we. We pulled it up close and uh, made the score look pretty. Um, team stats. Uh, these are pretty interesting. So, field goals. Uh, Chargers, 23-455, which is 41.8%. Not too bad. Um, Finley, just under that, 23 for twenty for 57, which is 40.4%. Uh, threes. Uh, this, is, this is kind of the hill that we died on. Um, Four for twenty-three from three, seventeen point four percent. Finley six for nineteen for thirty-one point six percent. So it's not like, I mean, they shot a lot better than us from three, but they only had six threes. It's not like they piled it on. Um, free throws. Um, I don't usually incorporate free throws because I don't see them as. I mean, I see them as important, but I don't see them as a a a, um, a win or lose type of. And I actually do. I don't know where I stand on free throws, but um, Hillsdale was 3 for 3. Finley was 9 for 12. Excuse me? 3 free throws? That's it? Um, I mean, Patrick Cartier gets 4 or 5 free throws a game. One game. And as a team, we were 3 for 3. I mean, were the refs just not calling anything? Or, I don't know. I mean, that that's weird. Um... Rebounds, we did 
great in this stat, um, which was something we needed to work on against Finley. We had 34 rebounds to their 29, so it's not like we smoked them or anything in that in that category, but at least we were leading. Uh, turnovers, though, um, that was that was a killer. Uh, Chargers had 16, and uh, Finley had 11. And then another thing that we've been really struggling with this year has been points has been points off turnovers. Um, the Chargers only had seven off of their eleven turnovers, whereas they had twenty one points off our sixteen. Um, so you see, we don't have that many turnover. Like we only have five turnovers over them, and they have a solid. They have a solid ten point uh, win off the points total off turnovers. So like. That's not that's not good. Um, individual stats: Chargers were led as usual by Patrick Cardier, who had a really good second half after not so good first half. Uh, Twenty-five points, twelve for sixteen, seven rebounds. But um, the killer here was five turnovers, mostly in the first half. Um, yeah, when you have sixteen turnovers and five of them are from one player, not the best. Um, from Finley, Brady, um, Wildermuth. Um, or Wildermuth, whatever, I don't really know, 13 point, um, this is a pretty rounded scoring team, they had, uh, 13, 10, and 11 point scores, um, he, he scored 13 points and 8 rebounds, um, so this, just this rundown of players here from the Chargers kind of tells this story, Gessler, 1 for 6 from 3, now, 1 from 7 from the, from the field, Reuter, 1 from 5 from 3, um, Yarian, 3 for 11 from the field, 0 for 4 from 3. I mean, come on, that's, that's pitiful, that's very pitiful. Um, one good thing I could see from this, other than the fact that we came back and we played a decent game after that, um, we shut down Tremon Gray, what, Tremaine Gray, sorry, which was, that's a really good thing, because he smoked us last game. He only had 4 points, he was 1 for 7 from the field, um, and last game, he had 16 points on 6 for 11 shooting. I mean, he had a really good game. Um, but um, I, we did a good job getting cont- contesting his shots and stuff. And I think that I think that it helps that Golki played. And another thing about Golki, I mean, he had zero points in that game. And he started. And he played 15 minutes. Um, and he only took one shot. Um, so, like, that. that's just... That's uncharacteristic. That's really uncharacteristic for him. He usually takes like 10 shots a game in, in the 15 minutes that he plays, and he makes um, 5, 6. It, it matters the game, but he, he's had some really good games in the in the limited time periods that he's played in. But this game just was not his game, and this game was not a, just, was not a game for shooters, really. Um, it, we did not shoot well at all. No one shot well except for Cartier, who just shot layups pretty much. But, you know, that's how big men play. Um, but other than that, just not a really good game for the Chargers, and, I mean, I don't know, we just, we have to turn on the Jets soon, because we're, we're in the middle of the season, we have, like, six games left before we can, before the, the tournament, and we've got to step up now, if, I mean, we're sitting at third in the GMAC right now, and we've played one more game than the two top, the two teams tied for first, so, at 10, and we're sitting at 10-4, and they're sitting at 10-3, so, I mean, we're not out of it. This has been a really tight race from the beginning, and all the teams have lost multiple times. So it's going to be close, and 
I don't know. We're still in this. We're definitely still in this, but we've got to turn on the Jets quick or we're going to really struggle. Um, and we're going to find ourselves deep in trouble. Um, and especially because up next, we got um, on February the 10th at 7.30 at Malone. We got at Malone. This is a really big game for us because they're sitting at tied for first place in the GMAC at 10-3. and three. Like I said, they played one less game, but it doesn't really matter. I mean, they're they're a really good team. Um, we're gonna we're gonna have to we're gonna have to step up our game if we're gonna wanna if we're gonna wanna win this game. Um, and um, yeah, like I said, the the GMAC's eating up at this point. I mean, it already has the month of February is always a tough tough month for people. Especially, there's just so much basketball going on, um, and we just really got to take care of business in these next couple games. Um, so over to women's basketball, just a little snippet. Um, February 5th, um, we were at Finley with the men, of course, um, and lost 81 to 67. Just, just not a good game. Um, this team, um, is pretty predictable. Um, we just been not that good so far. Um. I don't know. We're at seven, at eleven and nine, eight and eight and six conference, and we're still sitting at um, uh, fourth in the GMAC. So, I mean, I don't know. And what's weird is up next they've got Finley again, but this time it's at home, and that's on February seventh at five p.m. Because there was a canceled game earlier. But um, yeah, they're gonna really struggle again if they do not um, uh, step up like like the men. They they really need to step up and um, play some basketball. Um, alright, so, that is it from my notes. Um, up next, we've, um, or not up next, but in the next episode, um, we are gonna have a really interesting conversation, because, or conversation, it's more like just me talking, but, um, we got football transfers, or football recruits coming in, um, we've got a baseball, um, preseason poll, and then we've also got two, very very important basketball recruits coming in uh one of them just in uh well not just announced but like a month ago and then the other one at the beginning of the season and so i'm going to announce those two guys um and so that's gonna be awesome because i'm gonna give you some analysis on each of them and um on the football guys i'll give you that too and so that's gonna be awesome um so uh keep listening thank you for listening to this episode keep listening to future episodes um, rate and review, I don't, I don't know, I mean, the same people are listening all the same time, um, but, um, yeah, if you haven't re- left a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever, uh, please do that, um, follow us on Spotify or wherever you listen to the podcast, and, um, yeah, have a great day, and go Chargers!